Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, Doors. This is going to be the last episode of Doors for a little while, and we are still in the audio where we didn't have our new recording equipment. By now you've probably listened to the Christmas special and the interview with Joe that showcase our new sound quality and where we're going, so please bear with us while we get through all the audio recorded before that. During January and February, we're having a bit of a drive for reviews. If you do us a review on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on some other site, take a screenshot of it, send it to me at swordnutradio on Twitter, swordnutradio at gmail.com by email, or on our Facebook page, and I'll send you a little goodie bag of stuff to show you that we appreciate what you've done. It's the best way to get the show in front of more people, which means we can continue to have interesting and stimulating interactions with listeners all over the world. So, this episode, as voted for by the Swordnutters on Twitter, is Tiny Teddy Bear Arms. On with the show. You strike the bottom, and as pain floods your entire body, you you find yourself surrounded by tissue and clothing, some of which seems familiar. And you look up, and you see the dim reflected light of the guttering torch, which for your dark vision is is sufficient for you to to see the, the top of this pit. Just start to swing closed. I would like you to make me, um, in abstract time now, uh, which is separate from narrative time for you guys, um, a athletics check to climb. You're not giving us any of the alternate skill sets here, are you? No. That is a 19. Minus 1. 18. 18, uh, you, while still very damaged, climb up a good 20 feet and then fall. Taking another three, five points of damage. Wait, why? Did, he didn't say he was going to climb anything. This is literally the only thing he can do, so I'm making this short. Okay. This is an unforgiving place. It doesn't give him any options once you've done it, so. Right. So he's basically at the bottom of the shaft and it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh. So we, we fade away as um, we see an elf trying in vain to scramble up the walls. And we find ourselves back in the hallway staring at a limp rope disappearing into mist. Yaska and Gimbal, you're looking in. Thinking, oh shit, something's happened here. Pull pull the rope back and it's just cleanly sheared off. Nope, it is an entire rope. Oh, including the bit that he made into a loop. Including the loop. Fair enough. However, behind you, also looking into the mist, coming through your shoulders. A bear bear I can be friends with. A bear friend. No mating. Is. What's that? Friends! Not chainsaw bodies. Friends. (laughs) A red skinned, toothy face. Seems eerily familiar to you, Gimbal. Presses through. No, bronze, actually. Sorry. It's all lie. A bronze. bronze. No, a bronze face. Bronze. Mm. Bronze is kind of golden coloured anyway. It's very. You're it's, kind of golden coloured. For his people, I'm that's very important. <laughs> I can say a long time, alive a long time by eating his corpse. That's <laughs> <laughs> hmm? <laughs> He's going to play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Um, I hope I give you the shit. <laughs> Don't suppose you had any healing potions on you. 
he did not, for those things don't exist. So you see a bronze face, a couple of fangs, single fang. Yeah, he is missing one. Uh, protrude through. What, what do you want to say? I've got some fabulous anecdotes about mist, but I somehow feel now is <laughs> in the time. <laughs> you turn around, startled. Hi! And now, <laughs> after the initial shock fades, this is fine. Hello! This is normal. This does not phase you whatsoever. I'm a bear. Okay, does not phase me. Doesn't phase you. However, do so do I know who he is or am I just comfortable and don't question his appearance? Up to you. Okay, so he's familiar. It's like, who are you? I know you from somewhere. What What are you? He's a dragon fella. Dragonborn, bronze scales. I only have one. Fang. One fang. Like a teething baby. Like a... Um, somebody knocked it out for telling too many anecdotes. <laughs> was Missing one me. fang, I think it was. <laughs> Why am I there? <laughs> what? Because you are there. I've just materialised. Nope. You are there. That is where you are. Everybody has to be somewhere. Indeed. That's um, not my bare voice. And that is where you are. Actually, okay. I think you'll find we're not anywhere, but just more likely to be wherever we are than we are to be oh, anywhere else. Oh, talking to me! <laughs> so, tell me, what brings you two lovely fellows? Are you fellows? I'm a bear! <laughs> I can't tell which bear bits you've got. <laughs> bear. Okay, bear then. She's a pen bear. Hello. <laughs> I'm also a level 15 druid, so I, I want to hazard a guess here that I can actually speak to you, because I'm pretty sure. Just wave back. Yes. <laughs> she speaks common. <laughs> to ingratiate myself with the new group, Malaroth is going to shapeshift into a bear also. Yeah. And go, hello. Yes, hello. You're a bear. I'm a bear. You're a bear. I'm a bear. <laughs> this You're is a bear. Great. <laughs> this is the best day yeah. ever. <laughs> Sir, why are you here? Because you're stood there. If I was there, I'd be very uncomfortable. Ah, yes, I see. The metaphysical conundrum of the one's position in the universe. Yes, very good. I well, like him. More specifically, <laughs> why are you in this place currently at this particular time? To Gimbal, all this is just... <laughs> 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 yeah, Gimbal says, I can't bear any more of this. Puns! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only good pun is a bad pun. A I maintain bad pun. Um, and Gimbal follows the red path back towards the... Um, the Wall, mural, fresco. You where... follow the red path back to the uh, the fresco? Yeah. Okay, you um, are going to have to give me... You walk... Uh, so you walk back along the red path. Uh, you immediately walk over one of the pits that you'd forgotten about. And uh, it immediately triggers. Unfortunately, there's no saving throw for it. No, because the red path avoids the um, the pits. Does it? Yeah, that's what you said in the last session. No. Because you said you were taking care... And you were throwing pebbles in front of you that you spotted them. Or that you spotted them, able to guide you around them. You just said you're walking back along the path. Mm-hmm. You didn't say, I'm walking back along the path, taking care to avoid the pits. So you fall down one of them. You're going to take one damage from the fall, plus 15 damage from the spikes at the bottom of them. Make a constitution saving throw, please. 18. 
12 poison damage. And you are poisoned. Uh, right, no, that, that would put me on... Uh, you're still on positive Shall hit points. I do it on yeah. my phone? Yeah, eight. please. You've what like is it? Eight, yeah, I think you've got like eight hit points okay, It's eight left. hit points, yeah. yeah you've got eight, eight hit points. points left. Fine, and I'm poisoned, apparently. And you're poisoned, which means you're at disadvantage in all d20 rolls. Mm-hmm. I think I do actually have poison resistance, though. Gimbal's alive! Okay, yes, What are you doing falling down the <laughs> I am hole? never moving anywhere ever so is again. Yeah. Yaska, Malroth, uh, this I'm gonna gnome look. has just fallen down a pit. And no, 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 no. This gnome has just disappeared. As a bear, <laughs> I, I'm going to lumber over to uh, the edge of the hole. And I'm going to go, God. Why have you fallen down that hole? Uh, which all you can hear is... <laughs> Being a bear but I do great. offer you a paw. So I'm going to offer you a paw as I turn back into my dragon-born form. Oh. Now it is a bear. golden hand with talons. Can I tell I'm poisoned? You feel bad, but oh. you also have been stabbed by spikes. We'll say that you, you sort of like you broke a lot of the spikes rather than them impaling you, which is why you're still alive. <laughs> I walk over to the yeah. pit, being Go very careful back. and throwing stones so I do not also fall down a pit, and I wave at him. Fair. Piss off, Yaska. Uh, so I will take. Why Mal- are you down the hole? We don't know. It's Malroth yet. Okay, so uh, roll a wisdom check. For greater than 10. Oh, 17 then, yeah. Even without my bonus. You remember this guy? Yeah. You remember fighting a rabbit or something? Strange you should know my name, because I don't remember you. Does he? No. No, you don't. Fair enough. <laughs> Character decision. Yes! DM is powerless! <laughs> <laughs> DM is not powerless. Malroth suddenly develops a terminal uh, memory issue and no short-term memory. Malroth reaches up and scratches his lobotomy scar. (laughs) Uh, Gimbal's going to reach up, take Malroth's hand. Got to get me Malroth dice out. It's a ten-foot difference, so a bear, I think, is going to have about a five, six-foot reach. Uh, I have turned back into Malroth at Turned back point. into Malroth, yes. so, okay, so there's ten feet. Gimbal is, what, three-foot something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a few feet between you. Yaska, we need some of that rope. Oh, now, now, now you need me. No, no, just the rope. No. Say something nice about bears. <laughs> No. No rope for you, then. Gimbal picks up one of the poison spikes and stabs himself in the neck. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you pick up one of the spikes. Say something nice about bears. Uh, oh, Gimbal is very stubborn. Uh, Roll a strength check. Uh, in fact, no, it's not going to be a strength check. It's going to be uh, 1d4 plus your strength bonus. Before before you do that, Malroth was about to turn round and try and drop his tail into the hole to give you something to climb up. Okay. Yeah, You're still well, suicidal. Idiot. <laughs> no, no, Bear in mind, you do not know what has happened to everyone else. Yeah. How are we ever going to have the ruble kiss? Why not? When they're both dead. You <sighs> will. It'll just be a bit mushier than perhaps you were expecting. <laughs> he was grabbing the two lumps of goo. <laughs> they're, they're kissing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there would be DNA transfer. <laughs> they're pregnant now. <laughs> Yaska has gone insane with lots of the, uh, not even friends. <laughs> <laughs> These random shitheads. I'm not fair, I don't need friends. <laughs> okay, Screw you uh, guys, so I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to grab Malroth's tail then. Okay. 
Yeah. Do you grab your tail? Okay, uh, you're going to have to make a, a, an athletics check to climb on up, please, with advantage, because you're being helped. Of course, yeah, I'm standing up. Uh, no, it'd just be a straight one, because I'm at disadvantage for all the 20 rolls. So it would be a straight one. All three of them failed. Uh, how do you know? What was the, what was the, the final number? Six, five, and three. So you rolled a three on that last one? No, no, the last one was a five. Last one was a five. What's your strength modifier? I don't have one. Okay, uh, you slip, falling back down the pit, uh, and you are going to take... We'll say it is... You're not, you're not going to take the falling damage, it's just the spikes. So it's, which are all broken. Some of which are broken. That is a good point. Roll me a flat d20 roll. What Do you want high or low for good result? It's my dice. I'll take low. Low? Go for it. 17. 17. Dead. <laughs> okay, uh, so unfortunately uh, you are going to hit uh, get the 2d10 rather than the... So it was 4d10 when you're falling down the whole thing. You broke a load of them. Now it's 2d10. It was going to be 1d10 if you've had a mm-hmm. success. Uh, so that's a 4... And a five, that's nine damage you take as you... I am at minus one. You're at minus one. You fall unconscious. Everyone else. Gimbal is at this moment a little bit passed out. Well, my friend, you're looking a little bit peaky. I'm sure in my plethora of spells I will have Cure Wounds, so I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him uh, with a level... Gimbal, roll me a wisdom check. Thirteen. Shining light, there seems to be someone in it. Short, uh, wide someone in a light. So I'm going to reach down, touch you on the, you know, touch you with my tail again, because that's the only thing that seems to be able to reach, and you again. Show me on the model where he touched you with his tail. 7, 11, 15, 19 points, hit points. The the image of the, the short, wide person in the light fades, and you regain consciousness. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, Malroth is gonna walk back to where the rope is, pick it up, bring it over, and throw it down in the pit. Here, climb up this. You throw it down the pit. You put it around yourself. You, it's already a great knot. Um, uh, Malroth, make a strength check, athletics check. I'll help. I'm a bear. Okay, make an athletics check. I uh, I don't know what a bear. You can make an athletics check with a plus four because cool. you're a polar bear. Twenty-two. With my one powerful yank, I pull you out of the hole. Wait, I don't know. With one yank? That was okay. 22. You I take... <laughs> that was 22. What, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, you saunter up to Malroth, attempting to help him. I'm helping. However, with a, might, a mighty pull, uh, Gimbal comes up over oh, the, okay. the pit. Okay, you're I can't up. do that with bear paws. It's never going to work. What do you want to do? Note to self: kill the DM <laughs> or kill, kill God. <laughs> that is a fine, fine goal. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So continuing with caution back yep. along the red path. Well done. You fail to go through any more pits. <laughs> <sighs> So you're stalking on the red path towards the, the door that you previously came in? No, uh, no, the, 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 previously the, found. the one, the, the mural, the fresco wall with the imprisoned bloke. Okay. There is an open pit in front of it, which you'd activated. Um, it is open, so it's easily avoided. Um, the width of the pit is the width of the door, so you can simply step across the corner. Mm-hmm. Which you do. You find yourself in a corridor, which is 10 feet wide, 20 feet long, and with a door at the end. 
Is it heading straight down behind the fresco or is it turning at an angle? It's uh, at a right angle to the corridor, to the main corridor. So it's right, cool. So straight down behind the door, cool. Proceeding with caution. <laughs> Throwing pebbles on roll, the floor. Roll perception! Yeah, roll perception. Casting, casting handfuls of dust into the air, paying extreme attention to any change. 17. <laughs> Who the fuck is throwing all the dust in the air? <laughs> it's not me, I'm a bear. Why the very fuck is there a bear? And just out of the darkness marches this completely bald, dilap- uh, dilapidated, it's probably not, the, not, not a word, but hairless in all parts of his body. Somewhat wizened old man with almost pale grey deathly skin that's been with ritual scarification almost well ever present and completely covering every part of his body that you can see and he just sort of completely clad in not just blood red robes but old blood red robes is the blood old or are the robes old no 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 the, the colours you know how, how blood is bright red when it's when it's fresh and then as it dries, it goes into sort of this deep, deep, dark burgundy. So his robes are the color of dried blood. Sexy. It's turned into a regular fucking party, this, isn't it? Who are you? I am Grigor. We have met. We know each other. We've killed things together. Yeah, this is weird, because I remember him and he doesn't remember me. And I don't remember you. Roll a wisdom safe. Seven. Do you know what? Yeah, you know this guy. Fuck's sake, I wish you'd tell me these things before I make these character decisions. No, you made that character decision. Then I made you roll. There was a sequence. Then I made you roll. Now you think. You're aware of your mind changing. But you aren't entirely aware. You know you know me. You don't know when you know me from. Okay. And if it's weird... And if weirdly... You don't know if you know me from things that have already happened or things that may happen yet. To, things that are, have yet to come. Hmm. Legit. Okay. Well, this is fucking weird. The DMs watch too much Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking weird. I don't like this. I just want to get my friend, kill things, and go home. Which friend is this? Rue. Where is he? We don't know. We don't know. He went through. He went through the misty wall back there. Um, sent someone else after him. Neither of them came back. Uh, we're not risking it. Uh, I walk up to the mist and I cast detect magic, which I can do as a cantrip. Yeah, it's magic. It's yeah. fucking magic. I think we did that last yeah. time. Okay. So um, there was glowy. There was three glowy stones. And so you're going to come out of this small corridor mm-hmm. where he is into the main corridor. Oh shit! I Rope forgot. Up. I've got dispel magic. You walk down towards the. Uh, the archway there's a, there's a red path there are, uh, on a green field um, describe where you're, you're going would you just take the, take the direct route or would you see something and then and do something because I mean at the moment I think I might I might go over to my what's your name Malroth to my good friend Malroth first who is still because you didn't say what you're doing standing by a pit along the way on the most direct route towards Malroth <laughs> You fall down a pit. 
You take <laughs> one point of damage from the fall. You take nine. Seven, uh, I do have perception and intelligence. Just while he's intelligence. Now, it's worth mentioning my full title is Ophelia Dox. It's, it's the 26, 26 points of damage from the spikes at the bottom of the pit. Fancy. Mm. Do you have any resistance to poison? Actually, I do, yes. Um. Roll a constitution save. How many characters are we going to go through tonight? 17. <laughs> okay, uh, you take two points of poison damage. You are poisoned. <laughs> Yaska, roll me a no. wisdom save. No. Wisdom save. No. Do I roll it as me or do I roll it as the bear? <laughs> I can't even read that, though. 12. Gimbal. As you see uh, this new twat um, walk out into the hallway... Fireball on the DM. (laughs) You start start forming a shout, as he falls down this pit. And as you hear him um, trigger the pit and go down, you have the sense of falling yourself. Backwards, in fact. But your your view hasn't changed, and you've, as you fall backwards, he you seem to accelerate, yeah, no, oh, as if you vu. as if you are being All pushed down. And you awake with a start. I'm a genius. On the beach, <laughs> at the base of a cliff. And Steve's back in the morning, and there is a lizard. Steve lapping on the cheek of a red panda. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> at the dew that's Can gathered in her coat? ear. Yes! Oh, oh, thank you. I'll never leave you again. I'll never mistreat you. I will never be so foolish with you ever again. You're lying to yourself, Biddy. I know, but you're dead on the inside. It's for real. Just, just so you know, the next room had that in it with an extra attack, capable of dealing out eighty damage per round. There was a way around it, but yeah. Gimbal, surely in your gladness for being alive and Rue being alive, you should have some sexy makeout scene. No. (laughs) Gimbal sits up and goes, I fucking hate these dreams. Okay, so uh, you awake on the beach. It's a pleasant day. For the benefit of the audience, uh, inappropriate touching. That's my poking, poking everywhere, poking everything. <laughs> Things that shouldn't be poked. Gimbal slaps him and grumbles. I've had enough of these fucking dreams. Did you have a dream that we're in a tomb of horrors? Yeah, you died. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Room, you feel yes, yes, anything a benevolent overlord. On in, in no, I feel a great relief. You feel no, a, no matter what you tell me, I feel a great relief. Now tell me because I can't remember. Did yes. you summon fuss the night that you were back uh, when you landed, or did you do it in the morning? Are you back with us before we all it went was, to sleep? It was when we, we, were sat under we the first hammock. came into the game. Yeah. When we first came into it, 
I was, you guys were all doing your thing, and I'd been sat there for an hour. So, no, he hasn't been resurrected at this point. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you feel a pain in your left leg, around the ankle. And you check it, you roll up your uh, ankle, and, and roll up, so you roll, roll up, up my ankle, yes, yeah. I definitely feel a pain in my ankle. <laughs> you, roll, you roll up the trouser leg. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I'm a little bit twisty. <laughs> it's like a cinnamon roll. <laughs> you roll up your trouser leg, yes, and you see um, a red welt or a series of red welts there. There's no blood, but it hurts like bilio. And uh, roll a survival check. Oh god! Oh, I get to get bruised. I was about to. to Buried them in the garden. Yes. <laughs> you die in the game. You die in real life. <laughs> I was genuinely thinking: Do I want to bury them under the Japanese maple or the bamboo? Uh, um, survival, survival, survival. That is a twelve. It's a twelve. Uh, it looks like a like an animal bite of some kind, like a small mammal animal bite, but you can't quite place the species. Meow. Zombie chicken. And then you remember. Snuffle, snuffle, snuffle. <laughs> <laughs> snuffle, snuffle, snuffle. I look around. That's just in your memory. Ah. There are no snuffling around you. Snuffle, mm. snuffle, snuffle. Don't look at me. I'm a panda. Don't look at me. I haven't showed up yet. I'm... I'm. <laughs> are you still a panda? You can, you I am a panda, yes. You're still a panda. I am a lizard called Steve. In that case, then, I'm so I, happy. I, I am just going to kind of start kind of like eyeing up your jawline and comparing it to my ankle and kind of going, mm, nah, not quite That's right. It's roughly the same, roughly the same size, but not quite, not quite maybe as, as, as vicious as she's capable yes. of as a panda. Mm-hmm. Shut Gimble, up Gimbal's studying the cliffs to see if he can figure out a way up. Uh, you look up and you immediately look for the path we followed in the dream last night. And it's there. Excellent. No, why would you? No, find the path, go in the other direction, you moron. Because <laughs> we still have to go there. Yeah, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the the path where we all died. Teddy bear. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, now you bite his ankle. <laughs> I know we need to get off, but... <laughs> you two need to get off. Bumped. <laughs> I need an hour. Yeah, is that going to give us enough time to do <laughs> what, what we need to do? Breakfast! <laughs> okay. <laughs> he needs to reacquaint himself with his r- newly, you know, reincorporated anatomy. Mm. Okay. I shall be back in an hour. Making you- sure everything is fully functional. You get your breakfast on. <laughs> Um, shaking waffles. dice is highly masturbatory. Yeah, I'm not making waffles. I'm making waffles. God, random. With your tiny little teddy bear arms. Yes, I am. With my tiny little teddy bear arms, I'm making waffles. Where's your waffle iron? In my mind. <laughs> we're in the middle of the jungle. How am I actually going to make waffles? We're, not, we're on a beach. There's rocks. There's no actual jungle. So, what do you want to do, everyone? I'm making I'm making waffles. Gimbal's making sausages. I'm sat aside um, meditating for the next hour. Okay. Making sausages. You're making seaweed waffles. Doing a, a seaweed waffle dance. Obviously, My I'm not phone. I'm not a monster. Are you still a bear? Yeah, I'm still a panda. You have a lizard on your head. Yeah, Steve. my phone updating is representative for the amount of time it's taking to cast my spell. Because until it updates, <laughs> I can't access my app that allows me to look at all the various creatures that I can have. Are you? So this is this? Are you, are you sort of going to give him the hour to do this and just sort of 
No, we're going to be bastards and not let him do it. While the time away. What are you doing? I'm what eating you waffles. You're eating waffles? Doing my waffle dance. Yeah, sausages. Okay. An hour okay. passes. Because obviously you have to gather the wood, you have to set the fire. It takes a while for the pan to heat up. Yeah, you gather the wood. You don't want, you don't want to touch his faggot as well. He, you know, he spent effort on that. Yeah. An hour passes. Rue, you complete the ritual to summon fuss into this world. Doing a waffle no. dance. <laughs> no, I don't. In, 70%, in 30% I do. You reach out with your mind. Oh, yes. Into... The, the particular pocket of the netherworld in which Fussy's energy is there for you to pull through and mm. there's nothing there. Mm? You heard. I'm ignoring <laughs> the dancing me. bear that's happening to <laughs> my left. It's the waffle dance! <laughs> um, it's oh. for radio. How do you make waffles without dancing? <laughs> I've given you people gold I've played with your emotions I've highs and lows you give me the fucking no, piece of note paper piece of note paper yeah, uh, yeah. Um, gu- guys I I don't quite know how to describe this but um, I just tried to resurrect fuss and it won't work the, the pool of energy that I draw into for this particular spell just isn't there. That worries me slightly. And I'm going to try... Uh, I'm going to detect magic. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, 17. <clears throat> you detect magic? Yeah. Uh, you look around mm-hmm. and you see a field of magical energy surrounding Gimbal's harp. Mm-hmm. You see a field of energy surrounding your a uh, backpack with your arrowhead in it. Mm-hmm. Are you carrying anything? Actually, magic? no. Uh, arrow, arrow lives on my chest, actually. Okay, you see, you see the chest. Yeah. No, but I am still dancing. Okay. <laughs> uh, you see uh, a very faint magical field enveloping um, the red panda. Oh, yeah. It's kind of flashing in a rhythmic fashion. Mm-hmm. Slight pulsing sensation. Almost like a strobe light, whatever that is. <laughs> Pandas have limited movement. <laughs> They can't do ballet. Maybe they can do ballet. I don't, can I don't they want do to be panderous. Can they do big fish, little fish, cardboard box? With their little arms, yes. <laughs> you detect no other magic. Yeah. Um, hmm. I can't really detect any magic, guys. Apart from the little stuff that's coming off us, there's not really much magic going on. Just considering how much magic was totally going on uh, at the last place we're at, it's a bit unusual. Especially for a realm of a shadow. Gimbal, are you asleep again? No, Gimbal has sausages. Mmm, sausages. Gimbal is um, not really surprised by this. We're somewhere we've never been before. We don't know what to expect here. It's like, mm. Fuss is dead, I'm sorry to tell you that, but... It could, would it, he might never get him you, back. No, it's okay. Did no, the getting a... ready thing... He'll more. be back, don't worry. I, I've... I have a strong feeling on this. Oh, is there any of that sausage left? Uh, no, sorry. There's lots oh. of waffles! <laughs> Th- then I will have waffles. Yeah! You find the waffles are just funny clumps of muddy sand <laughs> that she's packed together. Mmm, silicate-y. <laughs> Stop eating my waffles. <sighs> so then, chaps, and chapettes, or bearettes. Right, packing up camp. Yeah, shall we crack on? And um, 
looking around basically to see what we can see. Uh, that's a nine for perception. Nineteen perception. Twenty. You get a really good view of this bay. <laughs> yeah, it's a natural bay. It's quite nice. Ooh. The island as well. You know, the cliffs, is the boat still there? We're basically looking around everything. Uh, everything is as I described it for your dream morning. Is the boat still there? The boat is still there. The crew are, the are there. People, yeah. They are making repairs. Bye, guys. As we wave to the guys from the boat, as we head off up the, up the cliff, up the cliff the side, path, yeah, path that we saw okay. in Why? the dream. Why? Where else are you going to go, Yaska? Uh, on the boat. Good luck. See you in six weeks when they fixed it. Bye. You won't see me. You'll die. <laughs> Can't uh, see when you're dead. <laughs> so you make your way to the top of the cliff. Okay, you make your way to the top of the cliff. Uh, you get to the top of the cliff. It's as you saw it in your dream. There is a low mound. They're sort of 300 foot long, about 100 foot wide. And you look at the low mound, but it's not quite as regular as you remember in your dream. And in the dream, it was kind of like someone had filled, you know, a, a tray of, of dirt or something and then upended it, you know, like a sandcastle or something. It was, it was quite regular. This uh, seems to be um, a lot more irregular. You can't really, you can't see the top of it. Um, I mean, it's about sort of 30 foot high, but like uh, you can tell that it's not, Nice and flat on the surface. It's there, there are notable dips. Kind of like it's collapsed slightly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, from this vantage point, you can't tell necessarily if it's just eroded away or whatever. But like, does the way in which the dips form correlate to our dream in the sense of where various tunnels and passage and rooms and stuff were? Uh, you're going to have to get up there and, and investigate a lot more if you need that sort of information. Climb the hill. Okay, you can scramble up the hill. It doesn't take a check. Mm, and fine. have a look around. That would be a perception. That would be a five, so no. You can scramble up to the top of this, this mound, and, and what you can see before you is lots of collapsed areas, and you can see um, ruined stonework. You can see off um, on the, the corner that's closest to you, there's this room that's it must have been a huge room and just filled with broken columns, just bits of broken columns sticking out of sand and pumice. There's another area um, off, off on the other side of the mound where um, it just seems to be one collapse after another after another. Uh, and looking around, yeah, you look up and see, oh, there's a there's a what looks to be a long straight collapse and another one next to it. So and then another one further up into the corner and it starts clicking that the, this thing up in the corner and this straight collapse at the, at the far end is sort of, yeah, that would, that would make sense. Um, but what you can also see is that um, this whole thing slopes down towards the middle and that it's not just the structure has collapsed over time. Something has happened um, and it is all, all of this destruction gets, is more and more destroyed as you get towards the middle. And whereas you can see surface all over the place, you know, be that rubble surface or, you know, or a stone surface or whatever, you can see a surface. But in the middle, it seems to just disappear down a hole. This all seems worryingly familiar. Yeah, I had the, dr I had the dream too. In, oh. fact, in fact, there's a bit in the top left-hand corner there where I'd strongly avoid... If I were you. Did I have the dream? Yes. Okay. 
To your be fair, fi- your in your final... dream, you just fumbled about. I'm a bear. <laughs> your final. I am a bear. I was only a bear. Yaska's final wisdom check was to see if, within the dream, she could tell it was a dream. Oh, I did guess. But before was it a dream within us? a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream? You're not going for an Oscar. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Leo. <laughs> no. You have to fight a bear scared. Oh, one of Gimbal's checks film, was that as well. In film mythology. <laughs> one of Gimbal's checks was that as well. Do films what? exist? To see if it was a dream. Yeah, it's totally. it was a dream. Okay. Mm. You failed, sorry. Gimbal turns to Rue. So, in all that information you got, did it indicate where on this freaking mountain this secret tunnel was supposed to be? You see before you, in the middle of this crater of a ruin, Mm-hmm. A dark hole going off. <laughs> yeah, we know. Seems a lot like a secret tunnel. Don't know. It could just go straight down for 100 feet. <laughs> and, I and mean, that's a possibility. Yeah. Mm. I make more waffles. <laughs> I'm There's no going... more seaweed. Okay, I'm going to tippy toe up to the big hole, smacking my um, my quarter staff in front of me like a blind man. Of course, blind slide four hundred foot down the hole. So take a step. So dunk, 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 dunk. Wait a second. Dunk, 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 dunk. Dunk, 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 dunk. Roll perception. Take another step. I've heard it called a lot of things. I've never heard it called smacking. Your quarter staff. Twenty-one. I'm going to use that. You start tapping. You keep moving towards it, and. You start... There's all this fucking crosstalk. It's so hard to edit. All I did was kill you all. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, get him towards that. And... <laughs> <laughs> Taken, sampled, repeated, repeated, repeated. Uh, yes. Bass track. <laughs> all I did was kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes, here it comes, the trace is gonna drop, man! So you, uh, you're, you're tapping towards this thing. You, you're actually going inexorably towards the the, the pit in the centre, um, or the, the hole in the centre. It's, it's very dark, it's a very bright day, so you can't quite see through there, not having dark vision. Um, and you start tapping, you start tapping, and you st- then you listen. And you pause, and you tap, and you listen, and you pause, and you tap. Uh, and you hear very dimly, just really dimly, like the last echo of a sound. And it sounds kind of like... Scratch, 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 scratch. Very dimly. Coming from the hole. I'm Gim- gonna, Gimbal is sat yeah. on the hillside, musically watching Rue. Tap, 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 tap. Okay, I, I, I'm not actually looking down the hole at this point. I'm yeah, sorry, the, the, the hole is actually, it's not, it's not sort of straight down, it's... I cast, fine, I'm a bear, I can't do that. <laughs> if you're, if you're, re- you're reasonably close to the hole looking into it, mm-hmm. it's not straight down, it's, um, this, it, it seems like it's a bit of a scramble, it's not like a, a nice, easy um, walk down like the, the, the tunnel you found that led to the back of the castle, it's more sort of like a scramble down and then it sort of goes off a bit, and then you sort of lose track of where it goes. Do I recognise this noise as something I've heard before? Mm. 
where do I recognise it from? I think it's meant yeah. to be us because he's shit at making that noise. Okay, <laughs> then. I will use my psychic powers to see if I can look through Fuss's vision. Whoa. You look through Fuss's vision, you see, you see nothing, but you recognise um, that he understands that you've just touched his mind. There's a rush of excitement, and then anger, and then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I I send back kind of like a reassuring kind of mental message of it's okay, don't worry, we're gonna come rescue you. Strug, strug. I then turn round and I, I, I walk back to the group and I go, um you know that dream we had? Now, now, now <laughs> Do you know that dream we had last night? Um, apparently, things we did in it might have consequence in the real world. I can dig. I'm a bear. I can dig. I'm a bear. I can dig. I'm a bear who can dig. And we heard. <laughs> yeah, you said that in a normal voice, so they heard bear. Um, I am a bear who can dig. Yes, Yaska, we understand when you're a bear, you are bear. <laughs> Oh no, here we go. Here we go again, Star Wars, all over again. No. I'm speaking Wookiee. We will bear. play Honey Heist so you can get all the bear stuff out. Don't worry. <laughs> what do you want to do? I want to dig. I'm a bear. Who can dig? You want to dig? Yeah. Why are we digging? To find Fuss. We don't know where he is yet. I'm you could be digging look. in the opposite direction. You do realise at some point you're going to have to turn into a human to communicate with us. No, she no, can I talk as a bear. You can do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I've been just been kind of playing the whole kind of. It's, I can't understand you. You're going. If she's basically, if Kate is talking to you in Kate voice when she is morphed into a bear, all you hear is. If she's doing it like a bear trying to speak, it, trying to speak common, then that's what you yeah, hear. But all that Kate says when she's in a bear is, "I'm a bear." <laughs> yeah. You might not notice. Wisest person you've ever known. <laughs> I'm yeah. so wise. I'm pretty sure we're just humouring her. She's just <laughs> so a living D and D argument for existentialism. This is this is this is the argument of wisdom versus charisma. <laughs> Gimbal turns to Rune. Gimbal turns to Rune and says, "No, I never thought I'd miss that nutty monk from the woods chasing his forest angels." Don't <laughs> I love a that guy. Of, a lot of what he said made so much sense now. Thinking about and it, the wind seems to just pick up slightly when you say that. Frost on it. Frost, 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 frost. I like frost on the outside. <laughs> it was very interesting. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but Fuzz seems to be here, but I've not summoned him. But I did summon him in, in a dream, but I didn't summon him in real life. I don't understand what's happening, guys. Maybe it is it a he? Uh, non-gender specific. Maybe. I refer to him as a he, but he's oh, okay. actually genuinely non-gender specific. Maybe they would be where he fell down the hole. So are you human, are you human again now? Or no, are you still I'm a bear. bear. Oh. Right, so, so you're just going, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate being a people. <laughs> <laughs> Too many fingers. What do you do with them all? You, you do know that bears also have five digits on their paws, right? But they're so long! 
Yeah. Well, no, they're just they have very big all claws. All tangled up. One is vestigial. No, pretty. No, oh, they, 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 have, they have four and then a... Yeah, they, they yeah, have five. It's, it's almost non-functional. I think, yeah, so I think it depends on the bear. I'm pretty sure some, some bears do have the five. But hey, not all bears. Put fingers always get tangled up. I was going to say, if she's still a panda, she's not a bear at all, so... I am a bear, so... Yeah, so at the moment, Yaska's just mourning not being a bear anymore. Gimbal's not paying attention. <laughs> Yaska's not being a bear, not being a bear. <laughs> not being a bear, not she being a bear. She can't bear not being a bear. She can't bear not being a bear, Mr. Peel. <laughs> and we all die a bit inside. Yeah. So do you think he's down there? I have no idea. I, I, I mean, I've looked through his eyes and I don't really see much of anything. So he seems to be in the dark and I don't, I didn't resurrect him. I cast I was asleep. Well, it was a dream. I don't get what was going on. We could have cast him sleep, but we know for a fact that weird shit's happening here. So let's just go with it. Yaska cast fine traps. You detect no traps. That doesn't mean that there aren't any traps. It's got a 120-foot range. Mm-hmm. Detects any trap within that 120-foot range. You are in the middle of this mound. Everywhere within the mound is within 120 feet. Right, okay. So Paul seems to have turned into one of those inflatable air guys. Around. But it does require line of sight. And I am very short. <laughs> yes. Just stand me in front of a wall. It just wouldn't work. Any trap, yeah. Okay, cool. Magical or mundane. Mm-hmm. Right, you so don't yeah. want to fall into the trap of being mundane. Uh, or emotional. Emotional traps. <laughs> no, yeah. I clearly cannot detect that kind of trap. So, so Yaska, you're, you're casting this spell. Yes. Are you going to tell the rest of us that you don't detect any traps, or are you just casting it and going, hmm, and carrying on? Yeah, I'm just casting it and going, hmm, carry on. Okay, that's fine. This is Yaska. That's fine. Oh, you can definitely so, know to cast a spell. I continue hmm? wandering around going, tap, 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 Gimbal tap, tap. definitely notices Yaska casting a spell. Okay. Yaska, what are you doing? I am looking for traps. You found any? Not yet. Okay. Maybe later. Root, roll me an investigation. You're probably better at this than we are, so do you want to go first? No. No, I do not want to go first. Nine. You're tapping around, tapping around. You've not found anything really like in a couple of places like you've knocked over a rock or something but you're not like finding voids and things like that you're not like poking a hole and then like a rock will fall and then you'll hear it fall down deeper or whatever like or something hollow underneath like this is settled are there any animals around there's a survival 17 uh yeah you notice some tracks things like that there are clearly some um like this is this is lizard central for like um Making little holes in there. You see little birds' nests that have been burrowed into the side. You, um, I want you to know. find an animal. I want to ask them if they've seen a fuss. It's <laughs> not going to help. We don't know what he is. They've seen a fuss. Yeah, you do, because he was in the dream and he saw he was. Oh, we assuming that that's what he is. Doesn't mean that you. That doesn't mean that he's what you saw in the dream. Maybe you should mind meld with him and ask him how he feels. Uh, you find um, some more lizards. Uh, there are different species to, to Steve, and Steve sort of like retra- uh, retreats up and sort of goes and nestles into your hair. It is okay. Sort of just peeks out it's from under your fringe. Like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Blowing the hair out of the way. Um, and so there are other lizards that gather around, and you sort of gather about you know, a dozen lizards around you, and you ask them if they've seen. The, the last thing that you know fuss was 
big lizard. Or you, bigger than them lizard. Yeah, you, you've, you've not seen him in any other form than his velociraptor form. So, uh, <laughs> you, they, they don't know what it is, but you, obviously you can, you can describe to them the form of a, you know, sort of a very large, runny lizard. Sort of birdie lizard. A runny lizard. Yeah. Lizard, so, <laughs> well, it, lizard, lizard that like on, a runny egg? You describe a lizard that runs on two legs and uh, <laughs> has... He was quite squishy, so he might be quite runny. <laughs> big teeth, and it's very much bigger than they are, um, but it's really friendly, honest. Uh, and they say, no. Lame. Well, that looks like. Not you, Steve. Steve's awesome. Steve heard you. Steve's my lizard. What do you want to do? I see an alternative gimbal. We're going to have to go in the hole. <laughs> is it the back door? <laughs> Actually, it is. <laughs> it's the back door <laughs> to the tower. Legit, yeah. <laughs> that did not go as well as I thought it was going. So, Yaska, you can detect traps. You should go first. And just that keep is casting true, but spell. I can't just keep casting. I don't want to go in the hole. I thought the Gimbal. Then you don't go in the hole. Give me your character sheet. Your character returns to the woods. Oh, fine. I'll go in the hole. (laughs) You live a very happy life as a bear. I would. (laughs) It'd be great. I've learned that lesson. If you decide to mope out the plot, you can. (laughs) Gimbal is going to uh, sigh, shrug, and head into the hole. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make me um, a... Dexterity 10, uh, sorry, a DC 10 um, uh, athletics or acrobatics check, your choice. So what do you mean, a, a DC 10? DC 10s, so you're looking for a 10. Oh, 18. Cool. Uh, yeah, you um, nimbly scramble down some of the bigger rocks, work your way into the passage. Um, there's, a, there's a good deal of natural light still going. This is sort of going off, obviously, kind of like down and towards the direction of this volcano uh in in the far distance but it seems like a, a reasonably large hole like there are some places where you might have to sort of squeeze through a little bit but yeah it's fine i'm tiny i have no issues with this yeah you can walk through it the other people might have to squeeze through bears have no chance <laughs> i'm a person bear hater i'm gonna shout over my shoulder come on guys if we don't get moving we're never gonna get anything done you start hearing as well um reasonably clearly sort of like an Scratch, scratch, scratch. From further down. And there's a fucking zombie chicken down here. (laughs) Before, all right, I'm going to follow you in, but before entering the hole, I'm going to softly say to myself, Geronimo, and then enter the hole. You take 4d6 uh, psychic damage (laughs) (laughs) as your mind reaches into another world. (laughs) Yaska. I'll follow them. And we'll end there. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Intro music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. Additional music and sound effects by Battlebards, Tabletop Audio, and Aphex Twin. The song over the bloopers is Reignition by Bad Brains. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to support us, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash swordnetradio and donating a couple of bucks. You'll get access to Super Secret Awesome Feed Time, which now has a few episodes on it that are accessible to patrons only. You get access if you pledge at $1 a month or more, and as we hit goals, we'll start doing giveaways for merch and things like that. Thanks for listening.
to be honest, uh, none of you are going to make it past the room with the uh, gargoyle in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very okay. soon, so. <clears throat> I think uh, it was just your restraint. It was just the di- dissidence between RP characters in a in a crunch dungeon that just felt very crunch dungeon. That was that was what I was going for. It was I was trying oh, to get it's you. Oh, wasn't. I get what you're going for, but it was not nice. Yeah. <laughs> However, I would like to know, like you to know that oh, I am a kind of an MDM because I didn't make you do it with Thacko. Right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody turn off. You what? what? Ten seconds of silence. Ten seconds of silence. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, ready. Silence, please. Wait, one more, just one more. Oh, I hate you so much. So what are you getting revenge for? Oh, this is a delight. Elvis is not a delight. Elvis is a bitch. Sorry. I don't immediately go to forcing players to kiss. Liar. We know your kiss. Hideously depressing. Yeah. I think genuinely Breaking Bad is one of the best TV series that has been in a couple of decades. It's proud of being British. It, honestly, honestly, honestly. Treasure the NHS. Yeah. Oh god, yes. Breaking, it's like Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad in England. In he goes to the NHS, he gets treatment at the end. Yeah. This is one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you if you've your Nietzsche? Makes you run fucking cold. That's ubermensal. Right wing tosser describes his philosophy, which is a bastardised form of Nietzsche because he's not read the fucking thing. What? Has anybody read? Uh, Nietzsche is huge in American politics in terms of the politicians, like. I know. Bigger, bigger than I read. Well, it's more run. But they don't actually read it through and do the study, so they, they just assume he means, oh, right, you can do things because you're a special person. To be honest, it's more to do with what's your name, man. Ayn Rand. Rand. Because so, you come from that background too. There wasn't. I didn't entirely. wasn't entirely aware of that till I don't know a month or two before I left. We had no just light bulbs in our household. You do it like you're about to kill someone. Yeah. Oh, he looks like he's just in his mum naked. <laughs> Player's handbook and Stop. an eraser. Player's handbook and an eraser. Um, you don't need stats. Okay. Uh, I will tell you what your stats are. All you need is a character concept. Doesn't he have the same accent? No. No, he has a Russian accent. Fair enough. <clears throat> is that a... David, your, your bad Transylvanian vampire accent sounds just like your Russian accent. Thank you. Mm. <clears throat> so then, I think we better accept that we are all going to die today. <laughs> I told you you're and all... That is that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you're all going to die. <laughs> Yeah, but these funeral expenses are going to be ridiculous. Can't we spread it out over a few days? In case you didn't realise, Kate, it's a tomb. We're already buried. Uh, Oh! (laughs) (laughs) With my broken spine and hip and knee. (laughs) Oh, on those that look like a tiny T-Rex. God, I've got to go through and pick spells again from scratch. Uh, Play it fast and loose. I squished my boob for that, I hope you're glad. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> I am, maybe I'm not. Boob squisher. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a quintessential DD experience. Mm. I love the way he says this, he's like, I'm not going to ease you into it, let's just put you in the worst dungeon possible. Basically, you're sick and tired of our current characters and just wants us to get it over with. <laughs> no! <laughs> 
Using separate I mean, matches, how you like? I think at the beginning of the session, his wife sent him a text saying, I'm horny, come home now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Ugh. Kill everyone fast. I'm a kind and merciful DD, uh, Dungeon Master. You're a kind and merciful dungeon and dragon. <laughs> I could be. Don't you limit me. Yeah, but you can't change it on your work HR form. <laughs> that box is locked. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> Okay. Do you um, identify as A? <laughs> so you took um, twelve. Twelve. <clears throat> That's me dead. Eleven. Eleven damage. It's alright. Come join me in the afterworld. It's, we have fun. Have a tea party. You're so gonna regret crumpling up my character sheets. You have to write that out again. Well, it doesn't really bother me. I'm, I'm not gonna need it by the end of this session. Yeah. Don't go nuts over the um, the stats. Blast them loose. C-E-D, dead. You don't need to die through suicide, just like <laughs> the natural course of things. Take what do you like to do? You're filling full of druid juice. Oh, I can't cast spells for that, can I? Nope. I'm that... so but I'm useless. And was that your last transformation of the day? Who knows, I might die as a bear. I think you get one more because we agreed. Because it was, fun, it was more fun. And because you have no impulse control on turning to bed. This is true. <laughs> um, can I just say, I, I, I don't know about anyone else, I'm not particularly enjoying this sort of... Murder-death-kill. It's not murder-death-kill, it's assumption of stupidity. I mean, we could go through this with a ten-foot rod. I, a la D&D first edition. That'd be boring as fuck. Hmm. There is an assumption when everyone's been talking about pits and there's pits all over the place that you wouldn't just walk blithely into an open hole did you guys, or not sorry, uh, live I lemmings. I wasn't paying attention. Did you, did you guys talk about pits and things? Two or two characters. Well, there are open pits all over the fucking shop. Unless these are new pits that are being opened. You don't... These are new pits. So there are new pit traps. There is one pit step. that's open that he fell into, which is where Maloth is, is, is over. There is one pit in front of the door that you came in. You, you walked over the corner of it. Um, and you said you're walking towards him. I asked you, go on the path. Are you looking around you? Or that? like, that's more help than I should give you for this. In between, you and him, on the most direct route, is a pit. You can show the map if you'd like. I... I, I, I... I just don't know what the purpose of what we're doing here is, is because we're focusing on, I mean, I just had to drop this character in, in two seconds, and I don't know, I just, I, I'm supremely bored at the moment. Okay. <laughs> trust me. Never, reason, tr- never trust a GM. As the person who is running these damn games and has been doing so for a couple of years, trust me. Okay. <clears throat> This is problem solving and sort of that. This isn't the sort of game that I think, uh, Dave, you like to play uh, because it's a lot of uh, puzzle solving. Uh, but I guess my, my my idea was is I was I was I was down with with the original character being a dungeon call and a problem saver. I I kind of thought we were part of a separate side plot. Are we not? Are we just teleported in magically and not participating? If I told you that, it would spoil everything. What's happening 
Okay, I'm going to lay this out very, very specifically so you understand exactly what's happening. Mm. Is you have all turned up. You're people who have not met in the real goddamn world before. You have no problem with there being this person here. You thought to yourself, I don't know this person, and that was correct. And then you went, hmm, no, actually I do. I'm going to believe that I know this person. Great, and we're going to get along. You turned up somewhere absolutely randomly, had no problem with it whatsoever, saw someone you had never met before, and went, yeah, I know this guy. And had no problem with that. Your friend disappears from out of nowhere. Then the person your friend turned into in a fucking dream where you fought a rabbit turns up. You have no problem with this. Enough lampshading. Okay. So this is... Uh, so I'm going to make a, make a, ask you a question. So, as, so as, as, a G, as a DM yeah. right now, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. This is the Team of Horrors. Yes. This is a competitive, classic dungeon crawl, the experience of which I wanted to give you as a first edition classic written and run by Gary Gygax dungeon crawl. This is how the very first people who went to the first con of that involved D&D experienced D&D with Gary Gygax playing this for them, killing off loads of them, having other DMs running this, and having a point system to see how far you got, you are not expected to last to the end. The measure of your success is how far you get and how long it takes you before you die. If you're no longer having fun, because we have had fun, this has been rough fun around the table, because there's been interactions with it, if you're no longer going to have fun, and if you're not going to engage with it anymore, we can stop it, because the story allows for that. I think the problem I'm having with it is, is playstyle and thematically and everything else is completely just suddenly out of keeping to everything yes, we're doing so that far. that is on purpose. Yeah, but I think we all came with RPG characters. So we came with knife characters to a gunfight. <laughs> yes, that again was on purpose. I, I, could, like, I could have run this as a one-shot and yeah. it would have had none of this... I think that would be better because as it was, the only reason I went through the portal was because that was a character decision. Mm. Whereas if we're going to be making character decisions in a first edition rules dungeon, that's not fun because you'd just be dead really, really quickly. Mm. And why develop a character? You know, it's, it's, it's a different mentality you bring to the game. Yes, but this is about giving you an experience not about putting the optimal thing in place. This is something I wanted to do, firstly, because Tomb Forest is brilliant. Secondly, um, it is to give you the experience. It's why we ran Keep on the Borderlands, the first thing we ever did. It's why um, I ran you the Red Box, Moldway Red Box uh, campaign. It is why we've done what we've done. When I, whenever I've GM'd, is to give you guys another slice of the experience of the roleplay thing, of the culture mm-hmm. of roleplaying. And this is a quintessential part of that. Now, what I will say is that it does go on. It become It is incredibly deadly. Bear in mind this is for levels 1 to 3. Had you all been levels 1 to 3, you wouldn't have made it in the fucking door. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah? Uh, so that is why... Chris Roll would have come in with 10-foot poles as well. Exactly. Which is why I would have run it as a one-shot and said, right, prepare, 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 prepare. 
go through the inventory, do these things, come to it with this. In fact, let's not even play it in characters. Let's just metagame it, metagame it, metagame it without any RP whatsoever if you wanted the tournament experience. But I thought that's it, that would take far too long. This is a whole day tournament experience, right? This is an eight hour tournament experience. We're not doing that. That would be a month's worth of gameplay. So this is how we break it down. You're all going to die. You're going to die quickly. I told you that many times. To be fair, you tell us that every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, really, really, doesn't really mean anything. It's your tagline yeah. at the start of every game. My name's Paul, I'm the DM, I'm going to kill you all today. But before each session, I don't sit you down and say, by the way, this is the thing that introduced the term save or die. This is very deadly. Some of you are going to die. Mm. Okay, said that. However, this is a story I care deeply about, <laughs> that I think about a lot, and I've invested a lot of time in. I'm not going to sabotage my own story, please trust me. I... okay. This would, this would be like if Joe ran um, Master of Nile or led up to the sanatorium and just went, ah, do you know what, fuck it, let's do another pre-gen. And you're all dead, fuck it, who cares? Spencer's dead. It'd be like that. Spencer can't die. Spencer can die, he's got hit points. So... <clears throat> Actually, Spencer, uh, fucking Spencer can die. Bart can't die. He's too crazy to die. Um, that's fine. I guess that, like you say, just, uh, I, I, I'm happy to sort of restart, but in in the sense of some sort of, if we're gonna RP it, we need to sort of RP a change of mentality because we've been doing. But it's all right. I think I think the mood around the table says that you're not enjoying this. So I'm going to immediately. Call it at the point at which Grigor fell down the pit. He falls down the pit, he takes his damage. Grigor or Vlad? Grigor. Grigor. Vlad is down <clears throat> another pit. Ah, oh, okay. Living on. So many pits! He's living on the remains of our dear departed friend. Okay, uh, I encourage you to try the Velociraptor appetizer before you get onto the main course. <laughs> Yaska! This adventure, rather than boom, doing it boom, boom. as. Sequence. Exactly. It, it has instituted various bits of lore. It has reconnected you with your level 15 characters and all that sort of stuff. Oh. I'm sorry we didn't get to um, uh, exceptional merit. I'm not. That, it means that I technically won. <laughs> yeah, you literally didn't die. Um, because you just oh, obsessively turned into bears. Yeah, I'm interested. Saved by the bear! But I also wanted to give you the experience of, oh god, we're dying, this isn't good, oh shit, and, and to shit him up. And you, to, and you to be thinking, oh shit, there's real jeopardy going on. So there is real jeopardy. I also liked Vlad a lot more than I thought. But I do like the story. You don't have plot armor, but I do like the story. But I have faith in you, my players, but you don't have me in me as a GM, that if you had to roll up a new character, it would be int- equally as interesting. Owen, <laughs> tell me what you are doing right now on this cliff edge in the morning, this fine morning. So where are they? On the uh, beach below you. I will, give, I will give you the, an option of a, of a hook. Is that uh, you said you were you'd be someone who would be like sent to scout things out and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you have been informed by your contact to expect these people to arrive at roughly this this spot. You saw the ship come in and decided to let them do what they wanted to do. You made camp because you know that this is the place that you are encountered at the place they need to be. Apparently, we'll if you want that. What we did was sleep and twitch a lot. <laughs> Occasional squeals and yelps. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I'm, I'm... I don't, I'm not ready. I haven't had all my character prep time. Um, 
See what you get from how we roll. Amateurs. I didn't know this guy was needed. You will give me a fully fleshed out character now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Drop and give me RP. <laughs> <laughs> sir, yes, sir. No, no. my Fuhrer. Which is anywhere near as bad as it sounded. That's actually what they said before Fuhrer took on unpleasant connotations. I don't know why that was. I'll take, I'll take my hair. Mein or Uberstunfjörer, if you like. Uberstunfjörer. If it makes your role-playing any better, uh, because I didn't set it on fire as a torch, you can clearly see that I still have my faggot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very kinky, yeah. <laughs> the smell of seaweed waffles. <laughs> waffles yeah! <up> <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, I, I, uh, there is seaweed bacon. About these there is a type of seaweed that, when cooked, apparently tastes like bacon. Roll a flat D twenty. <laughs> high or low? What do you want? No, no. High, no, no, high no. Don't want high. High or low for good result. Want bacon. Gotta go with high. High. Bacon. Six. Never mind. You did not find that kind of bacon. <laughs> that kind of seaweed. Sort of seaweed. Can I find like you find the sort of seaweed they make lava bread out of in Wales and pretend it's nice. It doesn't, doesn't matter because Gimbal always carries sausages everywhere. Well, you can have mine. Delicious. <laughs> I've never had it. What is it? Sorry, what is, you, you're it doesn't doing matter because Gimbal always carries sausages everywhere. It's very tasty. For the table, I want to rac- massively recommend bacon jerky. It's prepared in the same way as beef jerky. And basically, it's absolutely fantastic, really nice, crispy, tasty bacon that lasts forever. And it's just there to be ate whenever you want it. You can tell the two people in the room have been drinking. We're both hungry now. I mean, I'm a long-range scout, uh, operating, I assume, in some sort of detached, uh, on a detached mission, trying to figure out specifics regarding this bizarre group that's been interfering with the, what's the name of the cult? Shadows. The family. The, which, that's been sort of causing only. problems for the family that we know through our contacts, and I'm observing them from the clifftop. Uh, my armor. Despite the fact that I am wearing very heavy armor, it's all been sort of dulled up with mud and whatnot, and covered with burlap and, and padded between various plates. We have also been interfering with ourselves. <laughs> speak for yourself, really. Well, shall, 17, so I think I can speak for everyone with a 17. So at the moment, I'm still we, observing them from... from unless it's a natural position. 20, you can't control me. <laughs> shall we... So you just believe I'm something. Uh, I'm a PB. At this, at this point, we have had about 14 seconds of the entire thing that's been no cross talk. <laughs> so, uh, the first thing is, um, I, I would like to, and, you, and, and if you'd like, we can workshop this, the name of your contact, the code name of your contact, because you do not know their real name. You receive information anonymously. Clive. <laughs> in, in, that, that in that voice, yeah. Clive. Uh, Big Bear. Big Bear. <laughs> Oh, it's a big bear. No, it could have gone with Papa Bear for fuck's sake. <laughs> At the very least, Deep Bear. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> big Bear. Big Bear? Big Bear. Big Bear. What? Have you tried the gay T Rex? Oh, Paul is still writing. I asked an easy question. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Leave it open. It's been open for two years. Candle making. I will continually dangle things in front of you, you might learn about. Fair enough. So, you get up to the top of the mound. Say, what's yeah, your guys' no. current missions? Uh, we're off to kill the, the red shadow. 
The Shadow of the Red. The Wonderful Shadow of Red, yes. I'll say that Rock you could be... Rock to kill the shadow, the wonderful shadow of red. You could be working because before... Because, because she is... Um, the red, the blue, or a n other. Hmm? You can be working for the shadow of red, the shadow of the blue, or an other person. Yet to be determined. Don't have to make your mind up yet. In fact, you don't have to make your mind up until a very specific point later in the plot. All I did was kill you all. Revenge! 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 Oh, I hate being a people. Perception or survival, you choose. Perception would be to try and see them survive. Dying while the is inside. I just want to know. If Dying and doubting the sanity of his superiors. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone he can observe. We are an epic fighting force. Don't underestimate us. Uh, I'm going to stealth up to the hole. Mm-hmm. And wait for them to carry on a bit, but not let them get out of your shot. I'm going to roll perception to see if I notice he's blocking the light. I do not. <laughs> Uh, well, his previous stealth is going to hold for this, uh, and it's your passive perceptions, because none of you are aware that you need to look for someone who's following you. My passive perception is 18. <laughs> so his, his stealth check will still uh, We're sort of rolling through it. It's down to this point. How many slots have you done? How many slots do you have? Yeah. You should be keeping track of the slots that you're spending. Question. <laughs> Possibly need some GM kind of like narrative kind of... You've got a big fucking hole! Like... Go down the big fucking hole! Yes, you are a complete bastard, but okay, you're you're on message. <laughs>